You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shem Israel, 5781-2021. This week's Parsha is Parsha Shruma. At the beginning of our Parsha, the Torah instructs us to bring a Truma, to bring a donation for the Mishkan, for the Tabernacle, which will be the place that the Jewish people create their relationship with God, so to speak. The place where we interact with God, where we bring Korbanos, the sacrifices are brought on our behalf by the Koyanim, by the priests. And there are many different components of the Mishkan. We have the Aron, the Menorah, the Shulchan, the Ark, which has the, the Lucha Isabris, has the, the Ten Commandments on them, the Torah, the Menorah, the Table, etc. Each of these things have a different representation. Of course, the Mizbeach, the Altar, they represent different aspects of our Avodah Hashem, and this Mishkan, we have two parshas here. We have two parshas after Kisisa as well that speak about the Mishkan. And as I always mention, we need to understand, it's important to understand, the Mishkan is something which was, at that time, we look forward to a Beis HaMikdash, which is similar. But we don't have it today. And yet we have so much space devoted to speaking about the Mishkan. So we need to understand how it relates to us, of course. And we need to understand what the message is for us. I'd like to share with you a medrash. It speaks about V'yikhuli truma. You shall take for me a truma, a donation. Now the medrash makes a connection. At the end of last week's parsha, the Torah told us that Moshe Rabbeinu went up onto Har Sinai. He went up on Mount Sinai for 40 days, 40 nights. He would come down. The Jewish people will be doing the Egel. They'll be serving the idol. However, in the meantime, the Torah places, doesn't want to place this concept next to the other. The fact that Moshe Rabbeinu goes up to receive the Torah next to the sin of the Jewish people. So the Torah interrupts with the obligation of the Mishkan. And it places these two concepts next to each other. The Mishkan and Moshe Rabbeinu going up into Tahar Sinai. Now whenever we have two concepts placed next to each other in the Torah... The Torah doesn't just haphazardly place ideas next to each other. Every single thing that's written in the Torah, every single item that's placed, that's juxtaposed, so there's a reason for it. The Metrish tells us that the reason why the Torah places the concept of the Mishkan right next to the concept of Moshe Rabbeinu going up to receive the Torah is because the two concepts are very much related. There's a concept of taking taking, bringing something, something special, a mekach, something which one takes, which is the thing, which is the, the donation to the, to the Mishkan. We also find a mekach, we also find something that's taken, so to speak, something that's purchased in regards to the Torah, in regards to the teachings of Hashem. Says the Medrash, this is what it means in the Pasuk when it says that I have given you a great mekach, a great purchase. The Torah is considered a purchase. It's something which the Jewish people receive. We get. Just like we, we take money and we give it to the Mishkan, we give it to the, as a donation to the temple. So too, there's something else we get. Moshe Rabbeinu went up on Har Sinai to get. And it's called a lekach toiv. It's called a very good purchase. And that's the Torah. And I'd like to point out, as we listen to the Medrash, as we try to understand what it means, it's important to understand that whenever the Medrash 
someone, I know we've said this many, many times, but whenever the Medrash places two concepts next to each other, or connects two concepts, it means that there's some parallel, some deeper connection. So, on a, on a very deep level, the Torah represents our avoida, our service of Hashem. It represents all of the instructions on what our relationship with God looks like. The Mishkan also represents the place of our avoida, of our service of God. So there's a very strong parallel between the Torah and the Mishkan. So let's see that there's a concept of yikhuli, there's a taking. We get something when we give to the Mishkan. And we get something when we're involved in the Torah, when we're involved in keeping the commandments, learning the Torah. Let's see what the Medrash says. Amar Barachya Hakain, Berebi. Barachya Hakain, the son of Rebbe, said as follows. The way of the world is when you sell something, you have something that you like, but for whatever reason you have to sell it, let's say you need the money, the person pawns an item. So he's sad about that. But we find that even though the Torah is referred to as something which is a mecca, something that God is giving, giving away, it's a purchase that we receive, nevertheless, Hashem is the seller, so to speak, but He's happy that He gave it to us. That's what it means in the verse when it says, the Torah is a lekach tov. Usually when a person purchases an item, so he has to go to great lengths to protect it, to, to take care of it. But we find the opposite to be true with regards to the Torah, that, of course, we keep the Torah, but the Torah protects us. More than we protect it. If you go in the ways of the Torah, the Torah will guide you. It will lead you. Person usually goes into a market and he buys something. Do you get along with it, the owner of the object? Of course not. Hashem says like this, we get this amazing purchase. We purchase this amazing thing. We, we receive this amazing object. It's called the Torah. And along with the object comes the owner of the Torah, so to speak, which is Hashem. Hashem says, you will take me. When you're involved in the Torah, and I, and I must mention that one of the says that the word truma can also be read, if we switch around the letters, as Torah Mem which means the Torah, which was given to Moshe Rabbeinu in 40 days. So there's a concept of truma, the concept of Torah is connected to the concept of truma. Hashem is saying, when you receive the Torah, which was given to Moshe Rabbeinu in 40 days, you also get me. Yes, we have three things, very interesting and beautiful things, so powerful about the Torah. Number one, it's something that Hashem is happy that He's giving us. Number two, the Torah is something which protects us which helps us to be better people. It's not that the Torah has all these obligations and now we miss out on all the fun in life. The Torah is something which Hashem offers us as a magnificent gift. So many opportunities. And when we keep the Torah, when we keep the Torah, so we get Hashem. Hashem is inside of us. Hashem is with us. Hashem is lighting up our lives. Hashem is guiding us. Hashem says, you are taking me, Truma. When you... In, in this context, when you take the Torah, when you receive the Torah. And I like to point out something that I noticed, I don't, I've never seen it brought down anywhere, anywhere but the word Vishachanti, the Pasuk says, Hashem promises, Vasuli Mikdash Vishachanti Besoicham. 
you shall make for me a mikdash, and here in this context I'd like to say that we're talking about the Torah, you shall make for me a, a tabernacle, you shall make for me a place where I can dwell, I shall dwell in you. When a person creates a life of Torah, so then God comes into his life, and Hashem is there inside of his life, he becomes a spiritual person, he becomes God-guided, he's guided by Hashem. The word Vishachanti, interestingly, has a gematria of 786. Check it out. The Torah in our parsha says over and over again in regards to the building of the Mishkan, and I will say that it applies as well, according to this Medrash, in the creating of our Torah life, Vyasisa. Vyasisa, you shall make. Vyasisa, you shall make, you shall make. The word Vyasisa means you shall make. Also has a gematria of 786. Ve'asisa and Vishachanti go together. Hashem wants us to build a Torah life. Hashem wants us to be Torah people. Hashem wants us to have a real relationship with Him and let Him into our lives. When we receive the Torah, we receive godliness. We receive the instructions for life. That's the first idea that we see in the Medrash. Now I'd like to share with you the second idea. Dabar Acher. truma says the Medrash Sorry, one second. I just want to make sure my phone doesn't ring. In the middle of our discussion. Ve'yikuli truma says the medrash. Okay. Hadahu dechsev Torah tivalanu Moshe. This is what we find that the Torah was commanded to us. Listen to this because it's also very, very beautiful. It's beautiful ideas about Torah as it relates to us. Doshev similayz Torah mitzvus nitnali Yisrael ayude Moshe. This pasuk, which says that God commanded the Torah to us through Moshe, so the word Torah is two hundred and eleven. I'm sorry, six hundred and eleven. Torah is six hundred and eleven in Gematria. So there are six hundred and thirteen commandments, as we know. Im Taimar in a Tafreshit Aleph. So if you'll say there's only six hundred and eleven, maybe because the word Torah is only six hundred and eleven. Where are the other two? There are two other mitzvahs. There's 611 which we got from Moshe Rabbeinu. And there are two more that we heard directly from Hashem. That God said, I am Hashem your God. And you shall have no other gods before me. And what does the Pasuk say? The Torah which Moshe Rabbeinu gave us and indeed, Hashem spoke parts of it to us directly. So it's a moirasha. What is a moirasha? A moirasha means it's an inheritance. What is the idiotic moirasha? Ela Yerusha. Moirasha is something that's given over. Yerusha is something which I receive. Yerusha hi l'Yisrael la'olam. Says the Medrash, a beautiful thing. The Torah is something which is a Yerusha for me forever. The Jewish people, we have a right to the Torah forever. What does it mean? Listen to this beautiful, beautiful medrash. Mashal leben malachim shenishba kshukat lamedina sayam. It's it's an analogous to the uh, a prince who, when he was young, so he was captured. He was captured by kidnappers and he was brought to a faraway land. Says the medrash, an important thing, a powerful thing. We need to understand this. What it means that we have a Torah. What does it mean that the Torah is ours? It belongs to us. It's a Yerusha. It's our inheritance. 
says the Medrash, it's like a prince who he went far, far away from his parents' house. He can always come back. And he can always return to being the prince. He doesn't lose it. He is genetically, his DNA is princely. A very encouraging thing. Let's say a person in his youth spent much of his time learning Torah. He spent a lot of his heart, he invested so much into the Torah. And then he spent some time involved in business. He moved away from the Torah for a bit of time. You might think that uh, now he wants to come back. Maybe he can't come back. Maybe he lost his opportunity. He already went into worldly matters. He can't come back. Not true. He doesn't have to be embarrassed. He's a prince. His DNA is Torah. His DNA is Torah. Says the Medrash, an awesome thing. The Torah is ours. It belongs to us. No one can ever take it away from us. And by extension, let's think about what we spoke about before. The Torah is the vehicle through which Hashem dwells within us to the degree that we have created a palace through the Torah where Hashem can dwell in our lives. To that degree, Hashem is in our lives. We become godly people. Now one might think, okay, I spent some time away from the Torah. I spent some time away from my focus on what's really important. And spirituality. Maybe I lost it. Maybe that house is destroyed that I build that I built. Has Medrash no such thing. There's no such thing. You never lose what you built. You can always come back into that house, into that palace, because you are a prince. It belongs to you. The Torah belongs to you. Incredible thing. Says Medrash another idea. Don't read it as Meirasha, Ella, but rather read it Meirasha, which means betrothed. There's another idea, and that is that as long as the Tyra, as long as, I'm sorry, as long as a, chos, as a guy gets married, he's about to get married, so as long as he's just engaged, so he, he has to visit his wife at, her, at his father-in-law's house. But once he brings her into his house, the father-in-law has got to visit him if he wants to see his daughter. So too, before the Torah was actually given to the, to the Jewish people, they were Meurasa. Before Moshe Rabbeinu came down the second time on Yom Kippur, with the Luchah with the second tablets. So the Jewish people were considered like Meurasim. They were engaged, but they hadn't consummated the marriage, they hadn't completed it. So there was a go-between. There was a Moshe Rabbeinu, and he was the one that was involved. Says the Medrash, an awesome, awesome thing. And this is so important for us to understand. It's fundamental. Something my Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Per talks about all the time. Once a Torah is given, so then we don't need intermediaries. We don't need Moshe Rabbeinu. We are the ones who build our Torah house. Of course, it has to be, it's a Marasha. It has to be an inheritance. It has to be a continuation of previous generations. We can't do it without that guidance and without that foundation. But once the Torah is given to Kali Yisrael, this Mikdash, this tabernacle, the tabernacle of the Torah, this place where we serve God, this life that we build, a life of true service of Hashem, 
Every time we learn another Masechta, we understand more. What does God want from me? Every time I learn more Torah, I understand more. What does Hashem expect from me? Every time I learn Halacha, what does Hashem expect from me? We're building that house. It's mine to build. Yes, I need Rabbim. Yes, I need teachers. Yes, I need those people to guide me. But ultimately, it's my building. Asuli Mikdash. Hashem says, they will build me this tabernacle. They will build me this spiritual home. And I will dwell amongst them. That means that we, as individuals, each have the ability, the power, to create our own world. To create our own spiritual world. To see the Torah as we understand it. Again, of course, it's not permission to do, it has to be based on what the Torah actually says. We can't make up new things in the Torah. We can't change what the Torah says. We can't pick and choose what we like. But we have our own understanding, our own chilek in Torah. We have our own portion. We have our own gisha, our own approach to the Torah. We have the, our own individual way of seeing the Torah and, and, and understanding what it means to us. Hashem says, that's amazing. And to the extent that you do that, I shall dwell amongst you. You create your world and I will come and inhabit it, says Hashem. So we have these amazing ideas about the Torah and about the Mishkan. And we see that the Jewish people have a, an awesome opportunity when it comes to the Torah to bring Hashem into their lives, to bring Hashem into our lives, to become true people, real people, with God and the Torah as our guidance. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us. That we should be zecha, we should merit to be able to see the amazing opportunity that the Torah offers us, the Mishkan, the tabernacle that we can build for ourselves, the life that we can build through the Torah, through learning the Torah, through imbibing the Torah into ourselves, through trying our best to fulfill the Torah, through being dedicated, committed to the Torah. Hashem should help us to understand that opportunity and to grab it. Grab this amazing mekach, this amazing opportunity. It's a business deal Hashem is giving us. Grab it. It has so much value. It has eternal value for ourselves, for our children, for all of our generations. Hashem should help us to understand this opportunity and to be able to recognize that we can build this amazing mishkan through the Torah and Hashem will be in our lives. Thank you so much for, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.